Welcome to Speak Life with pastors, elven, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and founders of Speak Life Worship Center in Oxford, North Carolina. Now, your host, pastors, elven. Well, well, well. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I'm Senior Pastor Elvin, and you have tuned in to the Speak Life broadcast. And, and yes, we are going to have some topics today. Um, those will be number three, when Satan attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And number two, understanding how to be a better father. Wow. And then finally, amen, concerns for my troubled you. Somebody say, I'm concerned for my troubled you. You know, I read in the word where the Lord said, I called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. Well, Lord, here's my hand. Lord, if you Oh 
as promised, there are parents that are um, sharing emails with us concerned that they have concerns for their troubled youth. Well, being parents of many children, amen, we realize it takes a whole village to raise a child. And so today we want to talk on this topic, troubled youth. Mm-hmm. A key thought is God has a plan and a purpose for each young person's life. Somebody ought to say amen. And sometimes I say to the family, uh, hang in there, try to show love, be patient, and give good guidance. Our lesson scripture comes to us from Psalms 119, 9 through 11. I'm just going to give you excerpts of that. It says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? To talk about the Lord. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And so we look to God for our young people. And many of us, let's be real, we were young and we did what we could do. But now the tides have flipped around and mom and daddy, um, praise God, made it through raising you. And now it's your turn to make it through raising your young person. And I thank God for the patience of my mom and dad. I thank God for their love. And I just want to say to you, it is Father's Day today. Somebody ought to stop by or call dad or however you can reach him and mom and say thank you. Because at there were days we were troubled youth as well. Well, um, Father, we say your youth are special people. And we have to deal with them in a special way during these difficult times of his or her life. And we ask God for protection um, from the evil one. Because how many of you know that the devil is running rampant? And we say that all strategies and schemes of the evil enemy against those young people shall be canceled now. I said now in the name of Jesus. And so we say, God, convict our young people of their uh, deeds or whatever they're going through. And then draw him or her to the abundant life in Christ. And and parents, this is a, a teaching in the form of a prayer. So we ought to be able to tell God, thank you for the plan and the purpose that you have for my daughter or my son, in many cases, grandparents are raising these young people. And you're the mama and the daddy, grandmama, <laughs> or granddad. And so we say, God, convict them and cause them to draw nigh to you. And let them know, parents, that you speak purpose in their lives. Amen? And they are listening to negative everything. So it's mm-hmm. up to us to speak life. Amen. May our youth be like the prodigal son. Um, Everyone listening, know this, that they will realize in their very hearts the need to return to the Father. Amen? Amen. To return to the Father. Amen. May our young people return to their family. Mm -hmm. Because many of them have been caught up into gangs. Yes. And their friends on the corner. Mm -hmm. And they are severely rebellious. But I say to you that prayer 
changes things. Sure. Amen. Is. If we apply prayer like we spread mayonnaise and peanut butter over those children, mm. we got to spread that prayer on their life and Amen. say, God, and speak the life. I see what they're doing, but your word is greater than anything. And we ask God to help our young people to remember him in the days that they're young. That's Ecclesiastes, I believe the 12th chapter says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth uh, while thy years draw nigh. Uh, and when you'll say, I don't have no pleasure in this life anymore. Amen. So I say to you, parents, encourage them. And even when they don't listen, look up and say, God, I believe you for this troubled youth. Amen. Keep them, uh, we pray, from all potential harm and influence of peers and, and groups that they participate with. We say, God, you are the God for our youth. And we pray for young people in general, for our regional young people. Amen. In particular, that means uh, all these five counties uh, from Durham all the way down to Warren and far even further out, Person and Caswell. That's our prayer. We spread prayer over our young people. And we believe God. Somebody help me say, I believe God. I believe God. Amen. I believe him because, yes, they are restless. But guess what? You were restless too one day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, let us find something constructive for their restlessness in the name of Jesus. So this is a, a teaching, but it's in the form of a prayer. And so what am I saying? I'm conveying to you this fact. As parents and guardians... We have to hold them up on a regular basis and say, Father, I commend them into your hands to watch over them, to take care of them, to change their hearts, Mm -hmm. to bring them back home. And I trust you for them.
Father's Day one more time and congratulations to our graduates. Just want to share with you uh, concerning a email question and it referred to what we do or how we how we handle the attacks of Satan when we are attacked by Satan. And we will address it just like this. Someone out there is undergoing a satanic attack. Mm, yes. Satan is a defeated foe, and when we're attacked, sometimes we simply forget because we ball up in a ball or in the fetal, fetal position, and we start to shed tears, and we feel like the whole world is against us, and it's just us against the attack. Amen. But the key thought, again, says that Satan is a defeated foe, and I want someone out there to help repeat that with me. Satan. Satan. You are, you are a defeated a foe. Defeated foe. I'd like to share with you the word of God from Isaiah 4, 54 and 17. It reads like this. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and the righteousness of is of me, said the Lord, Isaiah fifty four seventeen. Well, we thank God for the promises of the word. We claim God's promises now. Somebody say now. Well. You can claim his promises now because what he says never grows old. Amen. We claim the promises now in the behalf of all that. Amen. We're going through. We say, Father, take us through, amen, even though we're undergoing attack of the enemy. Anybody can identify with me on today and say that you have uh, lived through it. <laughs> I believe that man, Jane Fortune, said live through it, mm -hmm. an attack of the enemy. Man. Amen. And I say to you today that no matter what it looks like, what it feels like, what it tastes like, what it smells like, God is going to. He will bring you through and we thank God that the gates of hell this is what the word says shall not prevail against his people and the church somebody say amen amen, amen. we thank God that the equipment somebody said the equipment equipment all the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds and as we fight against the enemy, we thank God for the armor of God, which is the sword of the spirit, 
amen, and the word of God. And I was teaching um, in a women's conference, and my topic was the shield of faith. And it says, above all, take unto yourself the shield of faith, mm-hmm. which will be able to um, uh, quench all the fiery dots of the enemy. You see, he sends out combustible, and that means something that will blow up, darts in your life and things in your life that seem that they were stable, all of a sudden it's like the, anybody see on the news that house on the mountain in Texas and all of a sudden a big old chunk of the mountain fell off and the house is hanging off the mountain and so many times our life is just like that. It seems like things are moving smoothly and all of a sudden there's so many bumps in the road until we lose our tires. Mm. Amen. Amen. The wheel fall off of the wagon. Wow. Or the mower. Uh-huh. The mower or the, the whatever yeah. in our life. And we begin to feel like I am going to imminently sink, meaning it's inevitable that my life is gone. But God, mm-hmm. he reaches down right at, in the nick of time in every situation and brings us through. Anybody been in a bad car accident? Anybody ever been in a situation that they just say, well, they said I wasn't going to make it. Mm. Well, guess what? Are you still here? Well, look up and tell Satan that I made it. Uh Hallelujah. And I'm so glad that you did. I thank God for the authority that he gives to his children. He gives us power over the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt us as long as we use the weapon out of our mouth that's why we say speak life God also said if we would submit to him that the enemy himself would flee from us because he would we would resist him in other words don't just lay there and let him knock you down slap you around I was looking at one of my grandkids the other day and I tell you what she said it looked like she said no matter who it is I'm going to stand up you might knock me down but I'm still going to stand up and just let me know that as Christians we ought to not be so weak and cowardly come on Amen. We ought to stand up and say, I live for God. I heard the man in the Old Testament by the name of David. He was a little ruddy boy, went to the battle, saw a man named Goliath and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Who is this coming against the God of heaven? And you know what? We have it in our mouth, the power Uh, Proverbs 18 and 21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and we have it in our mouth, but we close our lips. But God is saying, open your mouth. Amen. He's revealing to his people the need to call upon his name in the day of trouble. Well, we are Speak Life, Oxford Speak Life, Church House of Ministries. And we thank God for you. This has been Speak Life with Pastors Elvin, business leaders, and founders of Speak Life Worship Center in Oxford, North Carolina. If you have questions or comments, you can email them at PastorElvin at SpeakLifeWC.com. That's Pastor E-L-V-I-N at SpeakLifeWC.com. You can join us on Facebook at Speak Life Worship Center. Speak Life is a ministry outreach of Speak Life Worship Center, a little church doing big things in the community.